All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to January 3rd, 2022. Okay, and uh, as you know, my new saying, uh, what you're going to do in 2022 or what's possible for you, you can say it any way you want in 2022. 2021 was great. Okay, but it's time, it's time to turn it up, up a notch. It's time to get more, even more disciplined, more, you know, um, you know, intentional about everything you do. And ladies and gentlemen, we're very fortunate today from the Sahara branch. Hold on one second. I got to do one more thing. I haven't done this in two weeks and I forget how to do it myself. Hold on one second. <laughs> Okay, as you can hear, I just muted everybody because you can hear all the people coming on. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we are very fortunate from the Sahara, from that's the Sahara, that's where, from the, from the, okay, what office are you in, Jeff? Jeff, you got to hit star six on your phone so we can hear you. From the St. Rose office, everybody, we have Jeff Burchick. Jeff, hit star six on your phone and then we can hear you, my man. All right, can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Hey. All right, Jeff. Welcome, welcome to the show. So I know who you are, but we got people from Arizona and California, and you can hear that that little bell that sounds like a slot machine. That's people coming yeah. on the call, so don't let that bother you. <laughs> no so Jeff, tell us a little about yourself. How long you've been in the business? I would even tell them what you did before this, which is kind of interesting. Okay. Let's see. Um, let's see. How long have I been in the business? We'll start with that. I've uh, just completed yeah. uh, eight years um, in nice. real estate sales. Um, I also have a little bit of experience. I was a licensed intern appraiser uh, here in Southern Nevada um, from 2005 to 2007. So uh, got, a, got some experience on pricing properties. Yeah. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, I moved here, moved to Las Vegas in 1970 um, from fabulous Cleveland, Ohio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stayed here for a little while until I joined the Navy in um, uh, 1984. Worked uh, worked in the, uh, as a Korean translator while I was uh, active duty. Um, got back to Vegas in 1989 and got a job in uh, information technology. Uh, awesome. with, uh, it was uh, Hilton Gaming Corporation at the time, which is uh, evolved to Caesars Entertainment. Um, so I, I worked the, the corporate ladder and, and uh, uh, reached the pinnacle uh, for, for, for my goals of uh, becoming the director of information technology at Caesars Palace. Um, then I, I left, uh, left the business uh, to pursue the appraiser industry, and I did that until the market tanked because um, I, I just couldn't get any appraisals in 2007 to, to complete my training. So I went back into information technology, um, worked downtown at the plaza, was overseeing operations for four casinos until um, my, my department was outsourced in 2013, and that's when I got my real estate sales license. But, you know, sometimes when you, get, when you get outsourced, fired, you know, all that, whatever that is, sometimes when you're like the most traumatic things and you're forced into something that you already knew you wanted to do anyway, it's kind of like a blessing in disguise, right? It was. It was. And, you know, I was coming up to, um, you know, I was hitting, you know, uh, I was turning 50 that year. And so I was oh my God. wondering, what the hell was I going to do 50 years old? Uh, who in the hell was going to hire me? And that's when I decided, you know what, I'm done with this business. I'm done with having somebody else being in control of my future. 
and decided to go into real estate sales uh, to where I was in control of how well I performed. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's one of the main reasons I got into this business because I learned even while I was going, working in high school and in college that having somebody above you, even if you're a great worker and they don't like you or something, okay, right. uh, it makes your life a living hell where in real estate, you're the boss. You're a one-man show. Exactly. Great. Exactly. So tell me about your so, last couple of years because I think last year was your best year ever, wasn't it? Last year was the best year ever. Um, I was I was surprised. I went over my, my end-of-year numbers. And um, I, I completed more buyer transactions than listings at a ratio of two to one. Um, and, and getting buyers in the contract, as everyone knows, was, was not the easiest thing in the world. Um, no. But I was able to, able to do that. Um, and, and I got a lot of them done because of relationships with agents that I had worked with on the other side of the transaction. So we're able to just, hey, you know what, we, we worked before. Um, I got another client, uh, we can do something again, and, and we were able to get uh, offers accepted that way. Yeah, they were so, familiar uh, with you because and your professionalism and all that good stuff. Oh, and, and that matters because, you know, I had, when I was going through training, um, and Michelle Castellari was my instructor, she made the comment that um, as a Berkshire Hathaway agent, you are going to be prepared. You will do about 90% of all the work on both sides of the transaction. And I, I didn't understand that. And, you know, I thought she was just, you know, making a comment. And then it finds out that, you know, with the training that we've received, it, it was true. And so being, uh, you know, making sure that you're going to get the deal completed um, is it, it, huge because not a lot of agents, I mean, how many of them maybe tried calling? They don't even answer their phone. Right. But, you know, won't respond to email. And I don't. I didn't want to be that guy. I wanted to make sure that uh, I was available whenever that phone rang or you know, the, the ding went off for a text. Right. Yeah, you know, when I moved here 11 years ago, I was really shocked at how many people never called me back to when I was trying to look at property. And before I got my license here, I was like, wow. This is before I, and before I worked at this company. I was with my career at the time. I was like, nobody calls you back. It's like crazy. But, right. you know, if you're a professional in this business, it just goes to show you how well you can do. Exactly. Um, I, you know what? I had, a, I had a sign call on one of my listings. It was a Sunday. Um, I get a sign call. Um, and it was over in Sun City, Aliante, which is, I don't know if anyone here is in Southern Nevada, but I'm in Henderson, almost to Boulder City. And to go to Aliante is the other end of the world. So, right. uh, you know, they, they wanted to see my listing, so I set it up. Um, and long story short, I ended up, uh, they ended up buying my listing. I represented them on that transaction, and I sold their house, um, all because mm. I answered my phone on a Sunday. Right. Now, you, if you answer your phone in this business and you're a professional and show up and it's amazing what you can do, right? And hey, I even rumor has it you even saved a life this year with one of your clients. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that is that is true. I, um, uh, you know, in in I, I'm in coaching, and uh, one of the things that's always uh, always uh, stressed is listen to your clients. Well, I'm listening to my client on the phone, 
and all of a sudden she is slurring words and she is forgetting simple words or she's saying the wrong words and she keeps apologizing and can't understand what's going on. Well, that's one of the, the signs of a person starting to have a stroke. And we, uh, I, I called 911. Um, they had them uh, uh, roll an ambulance over to her house, called her back, had her unlock the door so they could go in. And sure enough, she was uh, just starting to have one. She lives alone um, and with no family in town. So who knows how long it would have taken before someone found her. Um, but they, they right. did admit her, they treated her, and she made a full recovery. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, that's Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, but it was listening to what she was saying, not, you know, so many times we, we formulate our next response without paying attention to what is actually being said to us. Right. You're so true. You're so true. It's crazy, right? Yes. So, um, yes, sir. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. So tell us some of the, okay, so first off, um, how did you finish? Give us some, like, what did you, how you, how you finished this year and what is your goal? I should say last year now because it's 2022. How did you finish up and what is your goal for 2022? Okay. So last year, now, I'm not one of those guys that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be the best agent. I'm going to do the most deals. I ain't that person. Um, no, I like no. having, uh, <laughs> I like yeah. doing, no, I know. doing, I, I know exactly yeah. how you operate. Everybody does it differently. That's why it's so good to hear. No, you are super customer oriented. You, you, you do, you do a decent amount of deals though, Jeff. Don't cut, don't tell yourself short. Right. I, I, I completed, I closed 18 deals last year. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I had some deals that fell apart, which, you know, hey, that's okay. That's, that's breakage. This is why you constantly fill that pipeline is because deals are going to fall out. And right. we're going to have clients who are, you know, they're going to change their mind or whatever. That's why you constantly keep filling that line so that when those you can get those deals going and you can absorb the ones that, that don't uh, don't get completed. So I completed 18, and since I've been in this business, I've uh, especially since I've been in coaching, I have uh, my business has grown anywhere from uh, 15 to about 20, 25 percent annually. So um, if I continue with that, I'm looking at uh, my goal is 22 deals for the coming year. Okay, cool. Cool. And how does that compare to what you used to make the year before you started real estate? Oh, when uh, so when I was uh, working as the director of information technology, um, let's see, I I was making you know I was making decent wage, not the greatest, especially in Las Vegas, uh, where the IT IT work in, in gaming is uh, you're underpaid. Um, this past year, I I made far greater than I ever did in IT. As a matter of fact, in my third quarter was so successful, I made, um, I actually passed my annual salary for any of my years I made in the third quarter this uh, in 2021. Hello. That is awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah, that's so exciting to hear. So easy to say you're making two or three times what you were making before. You are in total control. You know exactly what you've got to do every day. You know, unlike our golf game, which some days is on. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Uh, Jeff showed up for some of the golfer, a couple of, of the golfers. We had a bunch of we had a bunch of good days doing that too, so that was fun. 
So, you know, so you've got to have some recreation, too. But give us an idea. Okay, so I know that uh, I, I know you're not the, you know, you're not the, call, you know, the, the prospecting uh, animal on the phone and door knocking. But give them an idea of how you run your business, please. What I do is uh, my, my coach will have me, you know, you've got your database. You've got your, you know, people in your phone. They're, uh, they're in there for a reason. So um, on the first week of the quarter, I call the, the names and you know, the A's and B's and um, talk to them. Uh, and then the, the second week, I'll do the, or, and I'll go through that just all the way through the quarter. Uh, there's 26 weeks, um, or there's, there's 26 letters in the alphabet. So by the time you get through that, uh, at the start of the second quarter, you get to go through it again. Now, if I've got um, uh, uh, hot, uh, what I call my goose that lays a golden egg. These are the people that give you a ton of referrals. I'll call them a little bit more frequently just to check on them, see how they're doing. Do they need anything to swing by? Uh, because they're constantly giving me the referrals, and so I'm going to keep uh, my communication uh, open with them a little bit more often. But uh, just, yeah, just re going through that and talking to them and then talking to everybody I meet. Um, and it's somewhere in the conversation going around to, hey, who do you know that uh, is thinking of buying or selling in the next 30 or 60 days? Or who do you know mm -hmm. that I can help? Um, constantly, just, just bringing that into any conversation that I have. Gotcha. Okay. So you are constantly um, working your database, your, your, you know, your, your sphere, which is incredibly right. important. Right. Okay. Do you do you use any of the newsletters or anything that's in that VAC, or is just by strictly calling? I just strictly strictly calling, calling, texting. Um, a lot of people, you know, they don't want they they're not available to call or you know to talk um, because of business hours, whatever. So uh, texting is always good, and then setting up a time to go out and meet um, frequent uh, lunches with uh, with past clients or uh, other members of SOI, um, and then. Uh, when I started off, I, I was doing a lot of door knocking. Um, that that worked pretty well. I've gotten away from it, and, I, and the, one of the goals for this year is to get back into the door knocking. I, I prefer to talk to people face to face um, above uh, the phones. Awesome! No, I think that's a great idea. No, I, I love door knocking too because it's such a immediate. Uh, you know, first off, you feel like you're being extremely productive because you are, mm -hmm. and you're loading your database and you're getting more and more people in there and the more people you can have that become part of your sphere, you know, the higher the return on investment is going to be. So great. Right. Good. And obviously you are available. Like when somebody calls, you're available. You answer the phone or you call them right back. That's got to bring a lot of business your way too as well, huh? It does. Yeah, it does help. Because um, you, you just never know. Um, you know, like I said, I answered my phone on a Sunday, which a lot of people, they don't want to be bothered, and I got three transactions from that. So, That's incredible. Yeah, I, I, you, know, and, you know, yeah, you still have to set boundaries. I'm not going to just drop and run, um, if, you know, the minute someone wants to go. I want to make sure that they're, they're set with, uh, um, you know, are they, are they approved? I'm going to pre-qualify them uh, before we go through everything. So there, you still have to have those boundaries. And that comes through the pre-call process while you're on the phone with them or you're sitting in front of them. Absolutely. 
And it's not like you don't, I mean, you, you have time on, you have time off. I remember texting you a question or something, was it late, I think it was this fall, and you sent me back a picture of like a gigantic mahi-mahi. So you and like, you, you go to the hospital, <laughs> you take time off, you know, a couple of weeks at a time, right? Yes, yes. So uh, this is the second time I participated. When you sent me that, I was, uh, I was down in, in Cabo uh, fishing in a, in a tournament. Um, the, uh, the Bisbee, I was in the Bisbee Black and Blue Tournament, and uh, so had a great time doing that. So, you know, it's one of those things, work hard, which allows you to play hard. Totally agree. Awesome stuff. <laughs> All right, good. All right, so eight years ago, let's turn back the clock, what you've learned. I mean, and let's face it, you even got two years of education for pricing property, and probably you can do it as well or better than anybody because of your um, – you know, uh, experience as an appraiser. So you really, you've been really in the business for 10 years or more from, from your experience level. If you could tell them, and you, you can repeat yourself if you've already mentioned it, uh, what are the three most important things you tell them to focus on to be successful in this business? What would they be? Oh, let's see, Kelly. Um, first, if someone's, you know, if you're contemplating getting in the business, then make sure you've got some, some funds set aside because if your first deal doesn't come right away, um, first deal, and, and then once you get that, you know, you're still 30 to 45 days out from close. So you need to have right. sufficient funds set aside in order to get to that finish line. Um, right. My first deal, you know, I was licensed October 30th of uh, uh, 2013. My first deal didn't come until two, uh, 2014 in January, and it was a four-time call for this piece of crap property that we sold for $53,000. Um, and I, you know, oh, oh, it was, this thing was horrible. Uh, but I, I had the mindset of, if I can sell this, I, I can sell anything. And right. so, so, you know, that was, that was a big thing for me. Um, let's see. One, one thing I've also yeah. learned. So you don't go you ahead. Start, you start, you started it in the business here at the company right about the same time I started, like just a few months before I started with the company. Correct. Correct. Yep. Because when you came on board and then you were setting things up, I was one of your uh, crash test dummies uh, for your, your, your training program. <laughs> that was the success center. That's right. Over in uh, Pebble. That's right. Yep. Right. Right. Um, another thing that I would, I would really emphasize, and this happens to me, is don't get hung up on one potential client um, where I've had I've had you know a guy a, a, he was a friend of mine who wanted to buy a house and I was going to sell his house and I'm looking at the numbers and I'm thinking man this is going to be really great it's over a million dollars worth of transactions and I spend the summer showing him a lot of properties and at the end of it all him and his wife decided nope they're just going to stay in their house they're going to fix it up um, and so I, I had no other transactions during that span because I was, the, you know, dedicated my time to my friend. And you know, this is the big thing that I missed out on was, the, you know, you got to constantly prospect. You've got to, you know, you got to have those other deals. They're going in order to absorb or you know the, the loss of this one. And that's happened to me a couple times. So I, I, I try not to do that anymore. I still, you know, hey, you still got to have something going on. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and, you know, and, 
and, and isn't it, isn't it funny, Jeff? It's usually friends, families, or referrals from them are the ones that do mm -hmm. that too. Correct, um, because you want to you know you want to give them a little extra attention, and at the end of the day, you you have a business to operate. Um, they're, they're friends, but you know, business is business. You still gotta, as I always say, the wise man once wrote, you gotta fight for your right to party. And <laughs> that's a good one. And if, yeah, and it's true because if you're not looking out after yourself, who is? And so yeah. don't get, and don't get caught up on that. And just for the record, the wise man he's talking about is called Twisted Sister. Okay, in case you were wondering. <laughs> uh, he used to live here. Or I think he still No, that's it's Beastie Boys. Oh, that was Beastie Boys. I'm sorry, I was thinking of Beast Snyder. Yeah, the, the, no, the Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. I always say, right. like, quote music, I always quote, like, if I quote uh, the Stones, I always say, like, like, the great philosopher Mick Jagger once said. So I like that too. As a wise man. You gotta fight. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, all right, and your third one, please. Third one. Let's see. Um, talk. You know, a lot of people have. Uh, they get hung up on talking to people. What am I going to say? How am I going to do it? Uh, I don't like talking to people. I'm shy. And a good way to break out of that is talk to everybody. You know, when you're in line getting a coffee or at the grocery store, ask the ask the person at the cash register how their day is. It's just, it's a simple little icebreaker. They never get asked. Just ask them how their day is. And this is a great way to um, overcome any issues that you may have with talking to people face-to-face. -face. Yes. I love that. At the gym, at the supermarket, just, and I would add this to that too, and I know you mean this, but I just want to point it out. Like you know them. Talk to them like you already yeah. know them. It's really weird the way people respond immediately, right? Right, yeah, because they're, they're shocked, and the look on their face is priceless. Yeah. Yep. All right, cool. All right, good. Okay, so any other uh, tidbits of joy as far as the real estate business you want to tell them, Jeff? Tidbits of joy. I mean, golly, there's so much. Um, you know, one thing is don't be afraid to ask for help from the seasoned agents in the office. Mm. Um, I, I, I was, uh, you know, when, when I got into this, and I'm here, and, you know, I'm learning about age-restricted communities and everything else, and I'm like, what, what's that mean? What, you know, how does this operate? So I, had, I, I asked an agent to take me um, and show me what, what, you know, what is an age-restricted community. So uh, this agent gave me a few hours of her time. We went over to Sun City um, uh, Anthem, went, toured the clubhouses, toured everything. And she spent three hours with me teaching. And I thought, you know, it's valuable information. Um, so the one thing, you know, don't be afraid to ask the seasoned agents for help. And if you're in an office where the seasoned agents are not willing to help um, uh, bring you along, find a different office. Because, mm. yeah, because don't, don't waste your time. Because uh, you hear these stories of, but these offices or these agents, uh, you know, they're afraid uh, you're going to take their business. If they're that uh, insecure, then you don't want to be around them. Find yeah. people who do yeah. want to help you. Well, fortunately for us, and I know you mean this, but fortunately for us, 
Sahara, you know, St. Rose, Summerlin, you know, Southwest. We, you have agents in there, which is one of the, okay, when I first came to the company, Jeff, that's such a great point. When I first came to the company, one of the things that really stood out to me was how the veteran agents are just so helpful to the new agents. And especially the ones they can tell that are going to put the time and effort in, okay, to make it successful because it takes way more time. And like you said, have money put aside. It doesn't happen overnight. But honestly, Jeff, I can say I have never seen anybody who continues to go in the right direction not be successful in this business. I see people give up too early, but as long as they keep going in the right direction, right? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to get into real estate. It's all sex and glamour. And it ain't the case. It's hard work. Um, and but, and you got to show up. It really is. And, and But it pays very well. Um, but as long as you put forth the effort, you can have a very successful life. But it's up to you. You really can. And you, yeah. too, can have very expensive golf clubs, take vacations, save money. <laughs> Right, be in control of your life. <laughs> That's right, absolutely. You know, but you know, but yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta want, want it. You gotta work for it. That's such a great point. You have to want it. You know, like I um, I, I guess it's just it goes down to you can always tell the like okay in my job when I'm doing a success series, I can always tell um, when someone is asking a question to try to get better or asking a question to disqualify what I just said so they don't have to do it. Right? Right. Okay. But I also just spoke with an agent who's in my coaching now who, who, when he came to my success series four or five years ago, he said to me, there's no, and I swear to God in front of the whole audience, he said to me, he's listening to me talk in day one and he raises his hand. He goes, there's no way you have people in this company selling 25, 30 homes a year. I said, yeah, we do. We have people selling 50, 75, and 100. No. So, and now, this last year, he just closed, I think, 30 or 31. His goal next year is to do 38 or 40. And, you know, and it's nice to see the progression of people when they come into this uh, company and uh, mm-hmm. use the training, use the tools, and become successful. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I do this. But I agree with you. You have to – you can't – I can't superimpose – wanting to be successful on you, right, Jeff? You have to want it yourself. Exactly. Um, you know, it's funny. It was so when I got into the business, and I love telling this story. You know, my mom, uh, when, she, when we came to town, my mom started working at the Las Vegas Hilton. She worked at the okay. front desk. So um, one of the things that is taught is, oh, you got to go out and tell everybody that you know that you're now doing real estate. So, you know, my mom had passed away in 2005, but I kept in touch with some of the people that she worked with. And I'm talking to this one lady, and, and I'm telling her what I'm doing, and she goes, you know, back in the 80s, there was this kid, he was going to school at UNLV, and he was a real go-getter. He was getting into real estate. Maybe you know him. His name is Mark Stark. Yeah, yeah, I know this guy, all right? <laughs> Pretty well. Yeah, um, he is a good so <laughs> He is, and to listen to his story of uh, how oh, dedicated yeah, yeah. he was um, at the onset, uh, you know, man, that guy was just going gangbusters. But it's paid off for him. Look where he's at today. Oh yeah, yeah. Look where he's at. 
energy, enthusiasm, commitment. You know, and it's, it's funny because I, I talked to an agent in Arizona. She probably will close, I think she closed 70, 65 or 70, uh, 2021. Wow. Her goal is to do 78 or 80 uh, this year. And she said, this is what she said to me this morning. She goes, I go, what's your number one goal? To be more disciplined. I'm like, I love that. Because discipline is a gift. If you, it depends on how you look at it. Right, you have the ability to be disciplined or not. It's up to you. You always feel better if you're disciplined enough. Well, Jeff, hey, Jeff Burchett, send all your referrals to the St. Rose office to Arizona, California, even the Nevada people, that's fine too. Okay, he's available to help. Jeff, thank you very much for taking out 30 minutes of your time this morning. I really appreciate it, my man. All right, pal, let's go tee it up sometime. Yeah, let's do it. It's, it you know what? Uh, I played yesterday. I hope I never play in 30-degree weather again. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, you ain't getting me out. That's too cold. It was an hour and a half frost delay. Never seen that before. Oh, golly. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. We'll pick this up in a week. Jeff, thank you for your time, my man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Have a good day. You too. Thanks.